This is Kurt. And this is Tracy. And this is the MFG cast. Welcome to another board game edition of the MFG cast. Sorry, it's been a bit. Life has just kind of been crazy. Um, I'll also apologize today if I've seemed a, to sound a little weird. I'm kind of recovering from a cold, so hopefully you won't hear that at all. Well, he sounds weird every time, so yes, true. I, I don't know why it. he's prefacing that. Weird, weird, weird. Yeah. Weirder, weirder. Yep. Weird. That's us. Uh, on this episode of the MFG cast, we're going to be talking about what shall we play? We're talking about bringing games to certain situations and how we decide to do that. So let's just get right into it. Let's talk about it. So I thought about this a while ago just because there's a lot of different avenues to play games and there's a lot of different situations in which we bring games and play games and stuff like that. So I thought it would be kind of cool to talk about you know how we came how we come up with our decision on how we do that um there's always a lot of a lot of different stitches as far as far as like what we like to play and stuff like that if you listen to obviously when you've listened to this podcast we're pretty open when it comes to a lot of different games and stuff like that we'll at least give it a shot to see if we like it um there's not really any like genres or certain games in particular that we'll just want to play all the time. I think we're pretty up for anything, that kind of thing. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. If anybody wants to play a game with us, we're pretty open to playing just about anything, I'd say. Is there anything that, you, that you've, that you like, wanted, like, if someone's brought something to you, you're like, eh, I don't really care about that that much? I think, like, anybody, it probably depends on mood, though, too. For, for me, yeah, you know, do I want to spend two plus hours learning something new or do I want to pick up a game that I've played before that I know will be a little bit quicker, maybe that we could play several games or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it probably depends on that too, yeah. I would say. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, sometimes I think also it's topical and maybe what you're in the mood for topically you know, whether you're really in the mood for, like, a dice rolling game or some sort of polyomino game or more of a beefier strategy game or something like that. So I think for us, well, maybe I should speak for myself, for me, it may have something to do with that too, but I think overall... Like, we're really pretty much up for anything. Yeah. There aren't, like, a whole lot of games that, like, we really dislike. I I mean, I can probably only think of one 
that I really just, if anyone says that game, I don't want to play it. But otherwise, like, I'm really pretty much up for anything, at least trying it Mm -hmm. once. And if I don't like it, then I wouldn't maybe play it or gravitate towards it again. Yeah, yeah. And I think you hit hit the head on one certain spot, too, is time. I think time really has something to do with that because, like, whether you play here or play with some at somebody's house or play at a game day and stuff like that, if you only have a set amount of time, like, chances are you're probably not going to want to play, like, a two- to three-hour game, even if you already know the game and you know it's going to take two or three hours, unless you, like, do, like, uh, recently me and Mike did a thing where, like, we have a game night every Wednesday night. And we only usually play for a couple of hours. And we actually decided that we would bring a couple of these longer games to the table. But instead of, you know, playing until, you know, midnight or whatever like that, we'd actually pause the game, keep it on the table here, and then come back next week to it. So that's another way you can go about it, too. But not everybody has that option. Because if you go to, like, a game night you know, at like a game store or something that you don't really have the luxury of like just leaving it there and being like, okay, well, we'll come back to this next week. Well, and that, and that might not be a preference for everyone either. Mm-hmm. Like, I think sometimes people get so submerged into games too that they wouldn't want to do that because they have their next move planned out or it'd be like starting over again when they pick it up next week or something like that so it i think that depends on the people you're playing with too that is true recently me and mike had played one of the longer games we actually played um the uh, kingdom hearts talisman and that's one that i feel like is very easy to kind of pick up and play again like it doesn't have like a ton of strategy to it so it's it was something that was very easy for us to kind of come back to i could see something longer like you know like your I don't know, like your Legrand Haas or something like that. You're like, okay, what turn was I at? And, you know, what was I doing? What was my strategy? You know, even if you give yourself a week, a lot of things could happen in your life during that time. So it could really affect well, your game plan. Or, or what you guys encounter too is that you might have to cancel. Yeah. And then it would be two weeks before you played it again. Yeah, it's true. So not everyone might be up for that. but Yeah, that's true. I think also... When you're choosing to what games to pick when you're playing with a certain group of people or um, that type of thing, you have to look at the group as a whole. Yeah. You know, are they beginning gamers? Are they avid gamers? Are they potentially people that just are there? Are they along for the ride? So are they more like, do they like playing party games and, you know, things like that versus like that crunchier type of game? So an example of that would be, and we've talked about this in past episodes, is when we look through our games and decide what games to take to uh, game night with your family. Mm-hmm. So they love to play games. They're never opposed to having a game night. They, in fact, ask for game nights. We ask for them, they ask for them, we get together, we have game nights, but we need to know that when we play with them, that it's typically card games and it's typically party games. Yep. 
we've, I think, found frustrations maybe. Well, maybe not frustrations, but, well, not because they haven't wanted to play crunchy games or strategy games, but because they want us to bring all these new games, but then we never play them. Yeah. That's more of what it is because they want more of that high level party game, easy to learn. Everybody can jump right in or more of a card game like Book of Hoyle card games or we just recently introduced them to Six Nimit, which I think we talked about in our last episode. Those types of things is what they like. Yeah. So and it took us a long time to get there. Yeah, it did. Yeah, and I think with like we talked about it when we talked about the six Nimit thing, like <laughs> you know, it's a nice car, you know, easy card game that a lot of people can easily pick up. But we didn't know if some of the strategy of it would be lost on them, or like maybe they'd be like, "Well, this may be a little too hard to kind of get into." But everyone really enjoyed it, which it, was it which never was crossed my mind that for some reason that game really. I it I think we just have a lot of games. Yeah, and. Maybe sometime you and I just have to sit down and look at all of our games again, like all of them. And I know we've done this in the past, but look at all of them and be like, okay, so is is there potential for this? Because we have found some kind of like in the in the woodwork, so, so to speak, that they've liked. Yeah. That are, I mean, like they really, they liked playing Detective Club. Yeah. It's party-ish but i wouldn't define it that one as a party game no and they liked playing that one which mm-hmm. was awesome it was our first play of it their first play of it obviously but that one was a good one for them so i think you have to think about your group that you're playing with as a whole mm-hmm. also so so it makes it interesting yeah it really does yeah i think another option too out there that you also have to think about time and strategy and learning curves and stuff like that is online play. Like when you're playing, uh, you know, on your, uh, what can I think of that? App? Board game arena? Yeah. So like when you're playing on board game arena, like, okay, do I want to play this? Like recently, like me and John had played La Granja and that's one of those games that can take quite a while. But it's like, okay, the board game arena is really good about getting all of, all of the pieces and stuff like that to automatic and cards to go where they need to go. Where if, if you play like a tabletopia or something like that, you're physically moving everything and that takes a lot of time. Especially if those pieces in, in that, uh, in that uh, internet space don't really sit well or whatever, then you're you know constantly trying to make sure that they're set up right, stuff like that kind of thing. So, you know, you have to kind of be like, okay, you know, do we want to do that? Or do we want to play these quicker games like your, you know, um, like your Six Nimitz or your Splendors or something like that? You know, something where you know it's going to go a lot quicker. You have to kind of base it on that, on how you want to play that way. And the learning curves of the people that are actually playing too, you know, if you know that they're going to be stumped on, you know, a certain thing, it's like, okay, do I want to spend you know, two plus hours trying to explain to them this game and then we don't even really get into the game. Right. So. Um, well, also, since you talked about online play 
And it made me think of like John, for example, bless his heart. But there are certain games that he he doesn't really care for. Yeah. And he knows that. And we know that. Mm-hmm. And so it's things like that that to consider. Um, we're kind of in a unique situation with him because, you know, we're in Wisconsin. He's in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And so it is all online play between us as friends playing online and things like that. But he doesn't like chance games. Mm-hmm. For I can't think of anything else. But he doesn't like the... Like the dice luck, rolling games. luck games, yeah. yeah, dice rolling games where you roll it and ah, you whatever you get, you get. You know, he doesn't care for those, so you have to keep those into consideration when you're selecting what games you want to play mm-hmm. with um, him. And it's like that with other people too. I'm sure other people that um, we play games with also. Yeah, well, it's just like my sister. My sister. Loves a lot of party games, loves playing lots of games, but every once in a while, if you bring something that's a little too crunchy, put you have to put a lot of thought into it, she kind of like just really kind of shuts down and is like, I don't think I can do this kind of thing. Another one is like performance games, like one ones where you have to like, I'm, I have to lie about being this because I'm the spy or whatever and I have to tell these things. Like she, for some reason, just doesn't, it's just not her thing. And you have to respect that because it's like, a lot of times when you get people outside of their comfort zone, they just shut down. They don't want to play things. So you have to be very mindful of that also. Well, and that's why I feel like over the last few years, we've really tried to pin down um, the likes and dislikes of your family as a group when we're gaming. Yeah. And I think for a while, we tried to push the envelope to introduce them to other things. Yeah. And... As frustrated as we were, sort of, to be like, why do you keep asking us to bring these games and then we're never playing them? Yeah. Realizing that that's not what they wanted. But instead of having them tell us that's not what they wanted, we had to figure it out ourselves. Ourselves, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yep. Yeah. Um, Another aspect, too, is the way you have to think about what you want to play and what you want to bring is going to, like, a like a game store or having a gaming group. Yep. Um, we've seen this in like small spurts because we've done a few things here and there, but with like COVID and like personalities and schedules and stuff like that, we haven't been to as many gaming groups as we And not like liking to be. people. No, we're just kidding. We're <laughs> kidding. I'm not kidding. You're just not kidding. kidding. Okay. You have to be mindful of what other people's, you know, likes and dislikes are there too, but that's a whole other that's a whole other ball game because, you know, a lot of times you're not going to really know the personalities of those two people. You know, like one example is we went to a game night and for a gaming group and they, they played this game that had to do with like personalities and like drug use and stuff like that. It's like bad habits yeah, or something like that. Some game yeah. about habits. Yeah. And it was supposed to be the, like this, like this goofy take on drug use and habits and stuff like that and to me it just it didn't quite sit well with me no when we played it well because it was like and when he says drug use it was more like um xanax for for uh what do you take xanax for anxiety 
Xanax for anxiety and like depression and like it was just like pair these two things together and like it was just I don't know it was it was a weird game and I guess it was like a standard game that they always tend to to bring to these local game nights for people to play and like that would not be my first choice no seems kind of weird actually it is weird especially when you don't you don't know the personalities of, of other people and you know she was trying the person that was leading it was trying to be like you know this is what it is or it's not trying to be you know against Offensive. certain things yeah that kind of thing and it was like but i was almost kind of offended <clears throat> yeah even though like a lot of it didn't affect me but it was still offensive yeah to me just because i thought like depression isn't something like that is really to be like taken lightly yeah don't you don't poke a bear on it so yeah. like i thought that was kind of weird i i think that in that type of situation especially that that probably was one that could be set aside if you want to play something like that in a group of friends that you know will appreciate it because i can't think of another word um fine whatever that's your cup of tea then yeah but then then there were other things on a lighter note but there were other things that she that they brought that made sense like i can't think of that game which one the that band the bandit the robbing and the oh uh good good critters good critters yeah yeah that was a good that was a good game to kind of introduce i think to a group of people yeah that wasn't i mean I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, but then, for sure. But then bringing, like, in that type of setting, if you're to bring games, like, more gateway games and maybe something, like, a little bit next level or other ones. Yeah. Unless you pull the group or something on, like, the Facebook page or wherever you're, you're utilizing the group to find out if there's, hey, is there anyone who wants to play XYZ game? With me, I need three other people. Yeah. Or can somebody teach me this or whatever. But like gateway games like Quacks or, you know, something like that maybe for a smaller group of people to kind of introduce them to the hobby would be great. I just think that Havoc game, no. Yeah, yeah. Whatever whatever the heck it was called. Yeah. I think when it comes to having a game night with other people that you possibly don't know, I think communication is really the key. Yeah. Like, I'm going to bring, I've got 12 games I'm going to bring. Which of these would you play? And then have people decide, like, oh, this, this, and this, whatever. And, like, if you didn't want to play these games, why? what's the reason why you wouldn't want it? Because then you can get kind of a... Or what type of games you like yeah, to play. Yeah, you can get an outlook of what other people want to play instead of just being like, well, I have these games, you know, that kind of thing. I think... I think when it comes to a lot of what we're talking about right now, I think communication is the big thing, you know, because if you're not communicating with people, you're just assuming everybody knows what you want. And then you're kind of almost pushing your own agenda, if that makes sense. Well, I also think that it's hard too when you're going to have a game night with somebody and they're like, hey, just we're going to have a scam. Just bring games. 
Yeah. That's, oh, okay. That's not the way it works. Well, but, like, tell me, is there something in particular, like, is there a game we own that you want us to bring, or is there a certain type of game? So that's what I've been starting to do, or starting, or I know I've done in the past, I should say. Yeah. Is, you know, what are you interested in? You know, or if somebody even asks me for a referral on a game. Yeah. You know, what kind of games do you like to play? You know, what can I tell you about? But to have a game night with somebody and then just have them bring games, <laughs> it seems hard because you don't know who's, you may not know who all is going to be there. Yeah. You may not know their gaming style. Like, help somebody out. Yeah. <laughs> like, give them a little bit more to work with. Especially, like, it's hard for us because we have so many games. You know, we might bring half of our collection. Okay, we wouldn't. But, you know, that was hard for us when we when we had our first game night with some, with an old coworker of mine and his wife. We had game night with them. And it was like, oh my gosh, we are, they didn't know what they wanted to play and they didn't know what they were going to like. They were just really, really interested in being able to play games. Yeah. And so we brought games from all spectrums because we were like, we don't know whether they're going to like this ty- this type of game or this kind or that one or, and you know, and it, it worked out really nice, but it's tough. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You just have to really, really focus on the communication aspect of it and just make sure that you're able to get exactly what you think you need to the table. And I think it needs to be out there on both ends. Like we talk about this a lot between us, you know, the kind of things and we want to do that communication, but the people on the other end also need to do that too. Yeah. So hopefully it's, you know, a a copacetic thing where, you know, the other person's asking like, Hey, you know, is this a, is this a thing you'd really like to do? Or like even ask the question, like, is there something new you'd like to play that, you know, you haven't, you know, that's a good way to, introduce games to other people too is just be like are there some games that you've been really chomping at the bit to play and we'll see if we've got them or not yeah you know yeah, that maybe we have them yeah exactly or something that potentially has a similar type of aesthetic that you know we can offer yeah exactly it's like until oh. we can get the one that you really want to the table yeah it's like ooh, i really like polyomino games well we've got a couple for you you know it's like Oh, I really like bidding games. Yep, I got, we got a couple of those too. You know, it's you know again, beating a dead horse, but like communication, 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 always what? key. <laughs> I hope that when when you are doing these things, whether it's playing with friends, playing with family, playing at a convention, playing at a local game store. game store, hopefully you have those in mind. Hopefully, your communication is something that you have. Uh, constantly with your fellow players. Is there something that we missed that you think that could be included in this? You know, is there a certain topic or certain yeah, thing? Yeah, we probably have missed something. I'm sure we have. Uh, let us know at, at MFGCast or at Mrs. Og on Twitter. Um, follow us on Instagram, MFGCast family. Yeah, just let get in the conversation here. And until next time. I'm Tracy. <laughs> I'm Kurt. And this was the MFG cast. Bye. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network.
For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.